0: Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. I've got a question for you. Are you a risk taker? See, I believe that our whole lives are filled with risks that we take day in, day out, whether we think about them consciously or subconsciously. If we look at the definition of risk, it means to expose ourselves to some form of danger. Here's three that uh, I was doing some research on and I found really interesting. These are stats given to the NHS. Maybe you're someone who texts whilst you walk. Well, be careful next time you do that because over a thousand cases are reported annually for people who text whilst they walk. Maybe you are someone who sleeps in a bed. I'm pretty sure that's probably most of us. Over 20,000 cases a year are reported to the NHS for people getting out of bed. So if you're watching this in bed, then my advice to you is probably stay right where you are. But this is the one that really got me going. And this is something that we do every single day, multiple times a day even. Over 235,000 cases are reported every year for incidents going to the bathroom. So maybe you just want to take a second think before you step in next time. We are in a pandemic right now, and I guess our our risk sense has been heightened to the max. Uh, Do we go out the house? Do we go to the shops? Do we um, go near somebody else? There is risk everywhere. And I guess a better question to ask ourselves today is, what risks are worth taking? What risks in your life are worth taking? We've started a new series called The Summer of Miracles and Anthony introduced us to that last week. If you've not checked it out, then I really want to encourage you to do that. After this, why not go to ivychurch.org and find last week's message. He introduced us to a guy called Elijah. Elijah is a prophet, he's a man of God, he is the person who brought the word of God to the nations. And yet we find with him that he was sent out to the wilderness. He was sent out to the desert place and he was fed by ravens. Yeah, I know, not your usual delivery service. And then today we're going to jump back into that story. We're going to see what happens next on Elijah's journey. You see, God tells him to get up and go. So why don't we take a look now at the scripture and see what happens next. Sometime later, the brook dried up. It hadn't rained in the land for quite a while. A message came to Elijah from the Lord, and he said, Go right away to Zarephath in the region of Sidon. Stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So Elijah went to Zarephath. He came to the town gate. A widow was there gathering sticks. He called out to her. He asked, Would you bring me a little water in a jar? I need a drink. She went to get the water. Then he called out to her. Please bring me a piece of bread too. I don't have any bread, she replied. And that's just as sure as the Lord your God is alive. All I have is a small amount of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home. I'll make one last meal for myself and my son. We'll eat it. After that, we'll die. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home, do what you have said. But first make a small loaf of bread for me make it out of what you have bring it to me then make some for yourself and your son the lord is the god of israel he says the jar of flour will not be used up the jug will always have oil in it you'll have flour and oil until the day the lord sends rain on the land she went away and did what elijah had told her to do so elijah had food every day there was also food for the woman and her family the jar of flour wasn't used up The jug always had oil in it. That's what the Lord had said would happen. He had spoken that message through Elijah. When I read this story, I see risk after risk after risk. Let's take a look at Elijah, for example. He has been living in the wilderness and God says, get up and go. He has the risk of leaving what is some place of safety and security. He has to embark on this journey that's around 85 miles, hard, long, strenuous. That's a risk. And he has the risk of the destination. The place that he's going to is a place of his enemies. These are all risks that I'm sure Elijah was thinking about when God gave him the command. And then we look at the widow. She is risking life and death. She's risking speaking to this man who is a foreigner, who is a wanted man, and yet she helps him. She has the risk of giving out of her poverty to him, and not just that, but giving the first of her poverty to him. I wonder, have you ever felt God asking you to give up something that you've wanted to keep hold of? Have you ever considered generosity to be a risk? When we look at the definition of generosity, it says that it is a willingness to share with others that involves sacrifice to yourself. Let me say that again. It's a willingness to share with others that involves personal sacrifice to yourself. You see, generosity is a mindset shift. It's a choice that we have to make. And I think for us to be generous, we have to take a risk. You see, it's easy to give out of abundance, it's easy to give when you have a lot, but it's hard to give, it's risky to give when you've got very little and we see that in the life of the widow. I guess I want to put this to you, how can God multiply what you won't let him subtract? How can God multiply what you won't let him subtract? If you want the blessings of God in your life, if you want the blessings of God on your life, if you want the blessings of God through your life, then we've got to take a risk. I believe God is calling us to do that today, that we've got to take the risk. Throughout the Bible, we see promises of God spread here, there, and everywhere. And with each promise, there's this thing called a premise. There's something that we need to do as a Christian, That's not just uh, an adjective, but it's a verb, it's a doing word. As a Christian, we are to do what God calls us to do. And you know what? The number one promise in the Bible relates to generosity. The most promises in the Bible relate to this theme of generosity. Why? Because God is generous and he wants to give you things and he already has given you things. You see, God says in the Bible, I will do this... If you do that, I will bless you here and I will provide for you here if you step out in faith and take a risk on me here. And we see that in the story, don't we? Let's look back at Elijah's words to the widow. He says, if you will give the first of what you have to me, then the Lord will bless you and the oil will overflow and the flour will never run out until the day of rain." We've got to take the risk. Now, you're probably sat there, um, much like I probably would be, hearing the word generosity and thinking that it's all about money. And that I'm just here trying to tell you, give me some more of your money. Well, money is a part of generosity, but I want to introduce you to three T's of generosity this morning. That's your time, that's your talent and that's your treasure. Firstly, time. We all have been given time. How do you use your time to be generous with others? How do you sacrificially use your time to bless somebody else? Then we have your talents, this is what uh, your gift, your ability, I believe each and every one of us has been given gifts and abilities by God and he doesn't want us just to hold them for ourselves but he wants us to use them for others, to grow his kingdom. What is the gift and ability, what is the talent that He's placed in you and are you using that generously to grow his kingdom? And then lastly, we have the treasure. Yeah, that's the money, that's the resource, that's the things that we have that he's already blessed us with, that he's saying, are you going to use it for me or are you going to keep hold of it for yourself? As I've already said, I believe that to live a life of generosity is a lifestyle, it's a mindset shift. And I believe God is calling us to, to question that in ourselves today. What's your lifestyle like? Is it a generous one? Or is it a selfish one? You see, we look at the life of the widow and she risked her life, but not only her life, but her son's life too. She risked it because God had instructed her to do it. She used the little resource that she had to bless Elijah who was in front of her. She trusted and she was obedient. And she gave her firsts. She gave her first. You know, if you are part of Ivy Church and you've been a part of Ivy Church for any length of time now, you will know about first fruits. This is something that we do every year at the start of the year. We want to give God our best. We want to give him um, the first of what we have at the first point of the season. Why? Because we're saying to God, I want to trust in you for the year ahead. When we look in in the Bible, we see in Proverbs 3, 9 to 10, it says this. It says, honour the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce, then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. There is again the promise and the premise. You see God promises us that we will have barns that are overflowing, that the wine will not run dry but the premise is he says honour me. Honour me with what? With your first and with your best. You see, I see that in the widow in this story. She saw the risk. Of course it was a risk to give to Elijah. She saw it and yet she stepped into it and she acted generously out of her poverty to give because she trusted and she was obedient. And what happened next? She received the blessings of God. She received the blessings of God and not only that, she stars in the miracle that we're talking about today. She took a risk on God and on his word and she was generous despite having nothing. I want to pose this to you this morning. If you're not seeing miracles in your life, if you're not seeing the work of God play out in your life, Are you taking enough risks for him? Are you stepping out in faith when he's called you to do that? Are you stepping into maybe the unknown or the uncertain? Are you taking the risk on what he's said to see him at work and allow the miracle to play out? If you're not seeing miracles in your life, are you taking enough risks today? If we think about it, this is played out throughout the whole of scripture. We look at Moses, we look at David, we look at Peter There was a risk that was in front of them, that they had the choice to say yes to and step in or to say no to and step back. Yet when they took on the risk, when they stepped into that place they allowed God to move and perform the miracle that we we learn about, that we teach about and that we rejoice in because God is a miracle working God. Through trust and obedience, take on the risk and see the miracle that God has for you. You know, over the last few months, um, in lockdown particularly, we have encouraged you as a church to mobilise yourself and your communities to bless those around you. There's no greater time than this for the church to stand up and to be counted on what they believe and how they act amongst their friends and their community. We encouraged you a little while ago to uh, see if you could muster up some people to give to the local food bank. I did this on my street and I was amazed, I still am amazed by the generosity of those who I live with. I've been uh, receiving messages from some of you guys out there who have shown me pictures or gave me details as to what's been given and how much has been given. And it's amazing because it helps me tell the story today. And I can stand here and I can say that there has been over a thousand items dedicated, delivered, um, donated to the local food banks in this area. And I know that families will be so grateful for that. So thank you if you've taken part in that generosity over this last few months. Before lockdown and for many years now Ivy has been connected with a charity called Safe Families and in the last month or so we reached a milestone as a church. You may have seen it in the newsletter recently that we have um, directly uh, supported over 140 children in this local area. People have given up their time, their talent for doing that. Those of you that are great with children who, are, who see a loving um, family that you want to just care for you've used your gifts and your talents to bless them and then there's the financial side of things over these last few months in lockdown where financially things have been so uncertain maybe some of you are on furlough at the moment maybe some of you are questioning whether you've even got a job to go back to and yet faithfully you have continued to give to the life of this church And I want to take this moment to say thank you on behalf of of Anthony and the elders and the staff team for your generosity, for your risky generosity, for giving sacrificially to the life of this church and for growing God's kingdom here in Manchester and beyond. You know, you can give to the life of this church at any point throughout any day. Um, You can give now if you want to. There's a giving button that you can click on, or it might come up on the chat feed. Um, But at any point, you can give to the life of this church, and you can see your giving make a difference. I want to share with you what I think, though, is the greatest risk of all time. If I was to say, what is the greatest risk of all time? What do you think? You probably start having things come through your mind. Well, for me, the greatest risk of all time is found in a man called Jesus. See, generosity for me is a life of love. You know, you can give without loving, but I believe you cannot love without giving. And we see this in the man of Jesus. Love. You know, love is risky. Is it not? Love is risky. Maybe the first time you you said, I love you to someone or um, thinking about saying I love you to someone. You're putting it all out there, aren't you? You're being vulnerable with them. You're letting them know your true feelings for them. It's a, a vulnerable place. It's a risk to say that, to offer out your love to somebody else. And when we read in John one of the most famous verses of the Bible, we read this, that God so loved the world that he gave his son. God took a risk. He took a risk of offering out his love for you and for me, that he gave his son. Did you know that God loves you today? Did you know that he loves you more than you could even think or imagine? You know that the cross, Jesus died on a cross, and that was a risk. Vulnerable, stripped, beaten, naked, because he loves you. The risk was that he wants you to love him back. Are you going to receive what he has to offer? Don't you think that God would rather not have given up his son if he could? And yet he decided that because he loves us so much that he's going to risk everything for you and for me. He gave up his son so that he could hold onto you and to me. You know, the whole Bible talks and points to this man called Jesus. Even in this story that we've read today, I see the man of Jesus played out in Elijah. Why? Well, let's look at it, because Elijah is someone who trusts and is obedient to the word of the Father. He's someone who goes to the marginalised. You know, the widows were the lowest of the low, and yet he speaks into her life. He requires the first and the best from us and he blesses those who are faithful and he is ultimately the source of life that is who Jesus is and that is what Elijah was to the widow so I guess a question that we ask ourselves is what now what do we do with what we've heard with what we've read well I can't make the decision for you but I want to Put this across. Maybe you've never been willing to take a risk on God. Even though He is willing to ri- take a risk on you, you've not been willing to do the same. Maybe you've struggled to trust Him. Maybe you've doubted and lacked faith. Maybe you've weighed up the risk before and you've thought, you know what, it's far too great for me to risk everything that I have in my life right now and give that up to go and serve God. You know, Jesus said these words in Matthew. He said, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. Are you searching for life this morning? Are you searching for fulfillment in life? Are you searching for purpose and meaning in life? You see, God doesn't want our leftovers. He doesn't want your leftovers. He doesn't want the scraps at the end of the day. He wants all of you. He wants the very best of you. He wants the lot. He wants you to give your whole life to him and you can do that today. What are you waiting for? You know, God risked everything for you. Are you willing to risk everything for him? I think that's a question that we've got to ask ourselves. He risked everything for me. Am I willing to risk everything, to lay down everything that this world has to offer, for what he has to offer? Why? Because he loves you, because he wants you, because he wants your time, because he wants your talent, and because he wants your treasure. So will you give yourself back to him today? Will you lose your life in order to find it today? If that's you, if you're sat there thinking, yes, I want to do that, your heart's skipping a beat, or maybe you're sat there thinking, I need to recommit myself today, then why don't you join me in a simple prayer as I pray right now. Say, Lord, I am sorry. I am so sorry for all the times that I've messed up and I've got it wrong. I've not been willing to take the risk and I've thought that I can do it on my own but I am so thankful that you took a risk on me. I'm so thankful for your son, Jesus, and for the cross, for the vulnerability and the love that was shown in that moment. And Lord, I want to say yes to you today. I want to give my all to you today. I want to give my very best to you today. And Lord, use me in growing your kingdom here in the places that you put me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then there's a party going on in heaven right now. And we would love to connect with you. We would love to chat with you. We would love to pray with you. If you're on the chat, then why don't you let someone know and our online host will happily connect with you right now. But as we close, I want to leave you with this. When God calls you to step out and take a risk, know that there is a miracle waiting on the other side. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org slash media.